Coming to you live from Norman, Oklahoma, it is your favorite podcast, Burgers and Brats, on the hunt for what happened to all the Los Angeles Clippers fans. And now, here's your hosts, Braxton Poe and Matt Marks. I like that little game show intro, Matt. I like that. We got only three Clippers fans to begin with uh, before the series, and they're all gone, baby. Oh, that series was so, so much fun to watch. Gave me a few heart attacks watching my Nuggets come back from that 3-1 lead. But before we dive into everything, make sure you're following us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Pandora, and anywhere else you get your podcast at Burgers Brats. And stay up to date with our latest news on Twitter and Instagram at Burgers Brats. Matt, before we get into that historic blown 3-1 lead for the Clippers, let's talk football. Big Ten football is back. What? I know. Are, are you ex- are you uh, excited? What are you feeling? How happy are you? Or are you just amazed that they're coming back? Braxton, when I saw the headlines on this, I looked at the headline and then I closed out of the app. And I said no. I said no. I said no. They can't get back in the race now. Well, one, they were never going to get to the college football playoff. No, I'm kidding. I'm actually happy about this. I'm glad football is back for the Big Ten. Um, you know, finally, and even in a pandemic, things won't. This won't change. Michigan will still not beat Ohio State, right? No. It's not going to happen. No. But on a serious note, remember, a lot of players and parents wrote letters to t- overturn this decision and get the Big Ten playing again. So it is. It, I'm, I am happy about this decision. Uh, but again, you've got to look at it from what side. Of, you know, you're happy for it, a football standpoint. But you know, if you're a health official or whatever, is this the right decision? And you can debate that all day. Um, but the Big Ten is back. Yeah, we'll see how many fans they let in the stadiums. But as an OU fan, as a fan of a team who will most likely make the college football, I'm a little upset. We had an easy path. Even if we have one loss, we're automatic in. But now you got to worry about just Ohio State, I guess. You only have to worry about Ohio State. Michigan's not going to be there. Minnesota's not going to be there. Penn State's not going to be there. Why is Rutgers playing? (laughs) I don't know why they gave them a season. Uh, SEC is now probably not going to get three teams in. Hey, that's a cheer. Teams. Let's go. Yeah, they probably won't get two to three teams in now. But uh, Big 12 players or Big 10 players wanted to play. Parents wanted them to play. Them coming back October 23rd, 24th. I'm a little upset about that because that's so late. Uh, Big 10 or Big 12, SEC, ACC are going to already, already be halfway through their season, basically. And... Big Ten's only going to play, what, six, five games? So if you put them in a college football playoff over a team with 11, or 10, 10 wins, maybe one loss, I think that's going to be uh, upsetting and not good for the playoffs going forward. So you've got a Big Ten team, that, a Big Ten conference that's coming back. Pac-12 now has been talking about potentially, uh, what is it, UCLA and USC are trying to put some deal together, and maybe that leads to talks. That only matters for the Rose Bowl. Only, they're not getting in the playoffs. So. Pac-12 is never relevant. That is true. And then, I, Braxton, did you see this today? The Mid-American Conference, the MAC, is going to meet on Saturday to talk about maybe coming back in the fall. So isn't it funny? All these conferences, one by one, say, nope, we're not doing, we're not doing football. No. And the SEC and Big 12 and ACC go, well, we got this. We're going to do this. We're going to take all the measures. We're going to have a plan in place. Now, it might not be a great plan. It's not great. It's not a great plan, and the plan may be super late, but at least they had some plan, whereas everyone else said, hey, we're not going to play. And then here comes the Big Ten. Oh, you know what? We're seeing it's working now. 
We want in on this. We want a trophy. And then the Pac-12 may come back. And now the MAC wants to come back. Everyone wants to come back. Matt, I wouldn't really say it's working. Games are being postponed every week. We're having players in the plus tens getting tested positive, missing games. But it's moving forward. It's moving forward. Okay, it, by working, it's not 100% no. Yes, people, but we're getting through it. Maybe that's the better way. We're getting <laughs> we're through it. We're scraping through it. We're getting through it. <laughs> we're running okay? through the muck. We're running through the muck, getting through. I think they should just wait till the fall. You get an easy path to the college football playoff. Why not? Add, add a Big Ten championship, add a national championship. Why not? Get the Pac-12 in there. So if they're starting on October 24th, that weekend is when the Big Ten's going to start. Yeah, I mean, look, you've got all these games, and SEC starting up in the next week. you got all these games right now that everyone else is playing, and you're, how do you say, oh, yeah, you know, you're Big Ten, you're, you've played three or four less games than us, and how do we consider you for a college football playoff when you got another team that maybe is 11-1 and one or something? And their season's not finishing till what, the weekend, the two weeks after December, so that recency bias is going to be there too, especially if Ohio State's, what, 5-0? and So... Or 6-0, 7-0? ESPN, I saw, had a good article. They were talking about the select uh, the college football committee. And they're like, hey, whoever's on that committee, you should just kind of take the year off. Don't worry about it. Or if you do select teams, select them and run. Because people, they're going to have to explain that decision. How's this team make it? If a Big Ten team makes it in, well, they play three or four less games. How are you leaving out another good team? That's going to be tough decisions. Everyone already will dog on the committee, right? This year, they're really going to dog on Yep, so it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next few weeks, see what goes on. Now, moving on to a the Clippers-Nuggets series. Matt, how fun was that watching the Clippers blow that lead? We all, I think America all hates the Clippers with Patrick Beverly, uh, Morris, Paul George. You can't really hate him, but it's fun calling him way off P. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, not, not much to hate, but jeez, man. What a series. What are your thoughts on uh, Nuggets coming back, Clippers blowing that lead? Sweet revenge. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Great to see the Clippers lose. Um, like I said, I, I, li- I like Doc Rivers. The rest of the team, I, I'm, okay, Kawhi, I, I, you know, he's fine. I don't like a lot of the team from when they played early in the first round. I'm happy they lost. I'm happy your Nuggets won. That was a prediction I made in our little brackets, uh, Braxton. I had the uh, the Nuggets winning that series, so I'm glad they came back. Um, but, you know, I don't want to talk about it. This is your team. I'm passing it back to you. You go off, and you. how happy are you? Man, I was having a heart attack every night. This team would go down 16. This team would go down 19. This team was down to 12 each of the last three games for the comeback. Man, I I thought we had a better chance coming winning the series when we were down three to one than <laughs> when the series first started. But watching way off P, Kawhi Leonard just blow that series. Oh, it was so fun. And then this all started when Marcus Morris told uh, Paul Millsap, "Pack your bags, you're going home." Uh, at game five, Paul Millsap went off in that third quarter. That's what got that run going. We're down nineteen. This Clippers team, this. This is one of the biggest disappointments in NBA history. This team was built for a championship. Talk about the deepness. You got Kawhi Leonard. You got Paul George. You got Doc Rivers. You got Ty Lue. All champions, man. You got dogs in the sixth man of the year. You got two sixth men of the year. You got Patrick Beverly, one of the best defenders. And you can't even make it on the second round after being up two, after being up 
to this young Nuggets team who was just down 3-1 to the Jazz? Come on, man. This this Nuggets team's got a lot of fight. Jamal Murray, he, he had his best game in the series, dropping 40. Jokic had a triple-double in the third quarter, 22-23 rebounds. Wow, man. That coming back with 3-1 against any team is hard. Doing it twice in a series is hard, or postseason is hard. Doing it against that Clippers team, that is hard. I think the Clippers, Kendrick Perkins said this. A lot of people are going back and forth on this. This Clippers team is going to break up a few pieces. Montrezl Harrell, his contract's done. You got some others that are done. I think they're going to break this team up. You got head coaches leaving, most likely Tyron Liu, um, as you were saying, Matt. So. What what a series, man. 3-1, coming back again. It's going to be fun facing the King next round. Doc uh, Rivers is now in a history book that he doesn't want to be in. He is the only head coach in the NBA to blow now three, multiple 3-1 leads. Um, 13 of them all time. He has three of them. Yeah. Huh. Uh, that's that's uh, not good record books. You know, this is a great time that, uh, you know, Damon, C.J. McCollum, really went off and roasting Pat Bev afterwards. And um, it sounds like they're going to be very kind and save them a spot on their trip to Cancun. I haven't booked it yet, but it sounds like Pat Bev will be joining them maybe. I don't know. That's kind of an icy relationship, so I'm not sure what's going to happen there. But um, it is good to see the Clippers bounced. Yeah, that was fun. And then, but then you have excuses saying, "Oh, we didn't have the chemistry, uh, what it took to win." Then you're saying you're seeing players needed to be pulled out in Game Seven because they were gassed. What about all the deepness you're talking about? All the depth you had this year. And then last year, you've quite learned to go to Toronto for one year, and they win a chip. You've got two All Stars. You got a Finals MVP multiple times, two-time NBA champ. You got Doc Rivers, Tyron Lue. You got these six men of the year who have been together for a long time as well. You had chemistry, man. You had it. You just blew it. I'm telling you, Braxton, if they want to do better next year, they need to trade Paul George. They they got to do something, man. There, I just saw uh, Stephen A. and Michael Wilbon talking about CP3 coming back. I mean, that's their best fit. Okay, then I better see DeAndre Jordan back with them. Bring back Blake Griffin. Bring Where's back JJ? Bring back Lob City, baby. Bring it back. Uh, but looking forward to the next round, Nuggets-Lakers. Uh, the King in L.A. is obviously going to be favored, but Murray and Jokic, they got to get 20 at night, and MPJ's got to step up offensively and defensively for sure. Um, but th this, this problem with this series is AD can guard Jokic, and then um, some key the series. The L.A. reserves have to make their three-pointers because they were all under 35 35.8% this season shooting threes. And the, the Nuggets, though, they're younger. They're more energetic. They know they can win. If they can beat the Clippers, I know I picked the Lakers to uh, make it to the finals in the West, but if they can beat that Clippers team, they can beat the Lakers team. Matt, I picked the Lakers to win it all. I'm going Nuggets. I'm going Nuggets to win this Western Conference. Why not? Anything can happen in the bubble, as we've seen with the Bucks getting bounced. You got the Clippers getting bounced. Anything can happen with this uh, Orlando bubble. So I'm going Nuggets, man. No bias at all. Nuggets. I'd love to see the Nuggets, too. Obviously, this is funny, and I'll roast myself on air. Braxton, you were showing me our picks from our from back in October. 
And I'll just say, I didn't want to see the Lakers have any success this year. I wanted it to be a total failure. I didn't even have the Lakers making the playoffs. I know. Everyone, everyone listening now said, okay, I've lost all credibility. I know. I should just quit. Hey, look. I, but I'll tell you this. If you go back to that podcast, I did have who? The Nuggets and the Celtics in the finals. So let me gain credibility back. I just didn't want to believe in the King and Anthony Davis. I still think Anthony Davis is leaving L.A., and I'm sticking to that. But I just didn't want to see them do well. Hey, but, you know, we both had at least one team in the West that we nailed the spot, like the exact um, seating, right? Didn't we both at least have one team out of our eight in the Western Conference? I know I had the Mavs at seven, and they ended up being the seven seed. I had the Rockets. In that four spot? I had the Rockets in the four. And then I think I had, yeah, I, had, I had Nuggets, Lakers, Clippers, so those three were a little mixed up. But So this was yeah. back in October, yeah. right? This was back, we went back in the history books, and yes, I made a stupid pick, <laughs> but I want to own up on it. I, I just personally want to say I didn't want to see it. I don't want LeBron to win, and I'm going, I'm riding with Braxton. We're, I want Nuggets to go to the finals. I think that'd be fun to see. Um, I, I want to see LeBron. It's like it's like the David and Goliath. I want to see LeBron not make it. I don't want to. I want to see Anthony Davis get bounced in this next round. They don't make it to the finals, and he leaves and goes somewhere else. That's what I want to see. I just I said it. That's what I want to see. Jamal Murray, we put some respect on your name, okay? So shout us out, please. Hey, but Matt, one more thing. I saw uh, last time Lakers. Or, so this year, Lakers beat the Rockets second round play in the Western Conference Finals against the Nuggets. And then when Kobe, back in 2009 when it happened, Lakers beat the Rockets in the second round, played the, beat the Nuggets in the Western Conference, beat the Magic in Orlando, and Kobe got his fourth. So this year, LeBron beats the Rockets, they face the Nuggets, and they're in Orlando to get number four. That's wild. This is destiny, baby. That's so, wild. So yeah, uh, Eastern Conference, Matt, uh, your Celtics pick are down one nothing. Miami's up one nothing in that series. Uh, game two tonight. Smart Marcus Smart playing lights out. Kemba Walker though needs to step up. Only averaging 13 points a game the last three games. Tatum 26 the last five. Miami is still nine and one in the playoffs, and that one loss coming in overtime by one possession. Matt, keys to the game. Who wins tonight? What are you thinking? I think Boston bounces back. I mean, they had the lead. They were up five with like 45 seconds to go, and then they got overtime, and then they lost. Um, I think Miami does bounce back in this game. The key to the game, you're right. Kimba has to get going. you got to see a great performance always from Tatum. See what uh, uh, Wanamaker, and Wanamaker's been great, you know, off the bench for them. Um, and I'm, I'm a big fan of Daniel Thice, too. He's done a, Thice has done a really good job. Um, especially in that other series. That, he was fun to watch. I think they'll bounce back, but when you got a tough team like Miami, Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, bam. I mean, these guys, I mean, they are so good. This is such a great series. I hope it goes seven. I really do. But I think Celtics uh, will bounce back, and they better. I think it will, and I think every game is going to be last second or the final minutes. So it'll be very entertaining to watch. Since I said games, it'll go game seven, I've got Celtics winning tonight, but it's it's gonna be a close, fun game. Now, Matt, some NBA bas, some more NBA coaching changes. What's going on in the coaching world? Where is everyone gonna end up? Who's getting coaching spots? Braxton, we got a lot to talk about on this one. 
Okay, so the coaches' openings in the league, we've got the Houston Rockets, the Chicago Bulls, the Indiana Pacers, the New Orleans Pelicans, the OKC Thunder, Philadelphia 76ers. we got six spots wow. right now. Now, two, we had eight. The Knicks and the Nets filled their spots. Obviously, Tom Thibodeau going to the Knicks, Steve Nash going to the Nets. Can we believe that? That just came it's crazy. out of nowhere. No one's even talking about that anymore. I don't even remember that. It's crazy. It I seems know. unreal, but Steve Nash getting his first head coaching gig. Wow. Incredible. So, Braxton, let's talk, because I want, I want to talk about this. Houston Rockets, let's start with them. So the Houston Rockets, they're in a win-now mode, obviously, okay? It, they fell short again. Um, they have lost in the Western Conference semifinals um, three of the last four years. Now, obviously, a couple of those years, Golden State. They were facing Steph and Clay, and they almost beat them. I think should've. they got to a game seven or something. Beat them. They should've. went 0 for 27. Yeah, that was rough. Major, majorly. But this is a, a Rockets team, when you look at their starters, it's an older team. If they don't change anything, if they leave the same five, Westbrook's 31, Harden's 31, Eric Gordon's 31, P.J. Tucker's 35, Robert Covington is their youngest at 29. Coming off the books will be Tyson Chandler, Thalosefalosha, DeMar Carroll, Jeff Green, Luke Mabute, all 34-plus. They're coming off the books. Probably yeah, none of them will be back. Maybe they resigned one of them. I don't know. They're coming off the books. That's not a big salary dump at all. So you've got an older team. They're in a win-now mode. We've, I've seen on Twitter a couple of Eastern uh, Conference executives have said everyone should be on the table, including James Harden. Someone said they should trade Russ. We'll see what they end up doing, but let's look at the coaching situation. Mike D'Antoni said he's not coming back. He, apparently him and the owner have had an icy relationship, and he was said he's done. They, they wanted him back, but he made up his mind and said, I'm out of here. So here's who I think would be a great replacement for Mike D'Antoni. I'm going Sam Cassell, the assistant coach for Doc Rivers in L.A. He won championships as a player with Houston back in the 90s. He has been with Doc Rivers for the last six years, so he's ready. He's a, he's a coach in waiting. He would be a first-time head coach, and that could be where people go, does he have the experience? But he'd be a, loved in Houston. He can work well with his team because you've got Russ and Harden, you know, some superstars right there. He's worked with superstars with Doc Rivers. I think this would be an amazing hire. Braxton, who are your thoughts? I've got two words for who I think will be the next head coach of the Houston Rockets. Chris Paul. Really? Hey, I, I <laughs> imagine that. Uh, I think Jeff Van Gundy would be a good fit, actually. I like him. Yeah. That's who I'd go with. Jeff Van Gundy, obviously, was the coach of the Rockets back in the day, 2003-07. And then he's been on ESPN doing uh, you know, uh, color commentary since then. Um, he hasn't coached since. I mean, the only coaching he did, he was with the uh, USA team 2017, the FIBA America Cup Tournament to get them qualifying for the Olympics. He was the coach there. That's the only coaching he's done in Actually, the last decade. I'll take Stan Van Gundy, too. Yeah, don't forget I'll about Stan from his days uh, days back with Orlando yeah. and Detroit. Just give me the Van Gundy. Give that's them both. It. They have a whole that's family. It. Okay, so that's who we got for Houston. All right, Chicago Bulls now. A young team that is trying to figure out how to win, obviously. They have had, they're going to be on their fourth head coach since 2014. Um, they had Tom Thibodeau. Fred Hoiberg, they had Jim Boylan, no success, right? This is this they've been trying to find their way, where they're going. 
This is a team that has not finished with a 500 record since 2016 when they went 41-41 and and actually made the playoffs as an 8 seed. Yikes, I know. That's the East for you. You can get to 500 and still make the playoffs. You can be under 500 and make the playoffs. So here's their starters. They've got a young core. Kobe White, he's 20. Zach Levine, 25. Otto Porter, 27. Lori Markin, 23. And Wendell Carter Jr., 21 years old. Chris Dunn, Denzel Valentine. Their contracts are coming off the books. So, you're going to like... Who, who would you go? Michael Jordan. Bring Michael Jordan. Just let him sell the Hornets and get into coaching. Is that that's the way you're going? Might as well, man. No one can save that team. I don't care. Jesus Christ couldn't save that team. Wow. No one can save that team. I don't care who's coaching it. Bring Phil Jackson. He, yeah, maybe he could. But, Phil Jackson and then below that, Jesus. So, <laughs> I've been looking up who people are talking about. And Woj tweeted this out the other day. And here's, you're going to like this. Well, maybe you won't. It does involve your nuggets. George Carl. Not George Carl. I don't think he'll be coaching again. <laughs> I don't think he'll be getting back into coaching. Iguodala. A lead assistant for Mike Malone. Wes Unsell Jr. Okay? He, Mike Malone recently said, and I quote, Wes Unselled should be a head coach. End quote. Don't say that, Mike. Come on, man. It's what Mike's saying. We don't want them knowing. He has been a great defensive coach for the Nuggets. Back in 2017-2018, the Nuggets were 28th in ranked defense. I remember. The year after. I remember that. They were number 10. He has been a mastermind in the Clippers series and back-to-back games, holding them to under 100 points. Which, remember, if you watch the bubble at the beginning, everyone was shooting 150. They were scoring 150 points. Hold them back-to-back games under 100. This guy could be leaving the Nuggets after this season. And maybe, and the Bulls seem like the best destination for him. If he does leave and whoever's got that job, got a tough, tough, tough situation to enter. Don't go ruin your career in Chicago. I don't care. I love Chicago, but don't go ruin it for the Bulls. That's all I got to say. So you still think Mike, Michael Jordan? That might as well. Shoot. Okay. <laughs> I, you could go coach that team better than anyone. Well, not better, but I mean, they, they'd be average like usual. <laughs> No changes there, right? Okay, Indiana Pacers. So the Pacers have now lost in the first round in five straight years. Yikes. So first with Frank Vogel and then the four years that Coach Nate McMillan was there. So he got fired in the offseason. A lot of people weren't happy with this decision and said, why are they making this decision? So bring in Billy Donovan. Okay, so that's who you're saying. You're saying Billy Donovan. Because they like to lose in the first round. Okay, there you go. This is a young team. Malcolm Brogdon, 27. Victor Oladipo, 28. T.J. Warren, who went off, 27. DeMontis Sabonis and Miles Turner, both 24 years old. A young team. It's a good team. It is. It is a good team right here. So here's three people that I think could fit. I'm with you on Billy Donovan I, because of Oladipo and Sabonis reuniting with them, even though they were only with the Thunder for, what, about a year? Here's another outside the higher pick, Becky Hammond. If there's ever a time for the first woman head coach in the league, and she, she will be the one whenever that yeah. time comes, maybe she replaces Popovich when he retires, but if it's going to happen now, I could see the Pacers being that outside-the-box hire and bringing Becky Hammond. I think, I think she replaces Pop more realistically. Okay. And here's the other option I like, Mike D'Antoni. I think Mike D'Antoni would do wonders with this Indianapolis, Indiana team. 
I think he would be great for that position. Um, other people that they're listening, Woj, uh, Woj tweeted out or mentioned that uh, former Kings and Grizzlies coach Dave Yeager. Um, a lot of assistant coaches around the league also are going to probably be interviewed by the Pacers. All right, let's move on to New Orleans. So they fired Alvin Gentry after the season ended. Um, they have one playoff appearance in the last five years. This is a team struggling, but, I mean, it's a young team now. You've got Zion, you've got Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, Drew Holiday, Derek Favors. However, looking at the contracts, Derek Favors and Brandon Ingram are expiring contracts. So they'll bring them back, I'm sure. But where is the direction of that team going? So here's my, here's my pick for this. Former Nets head coach Kenny Atkinson. I think would be a great fit. He's friends with the GM, Trajan Langdon, from their days back in Brooklyn. I think this would be an amazing hire and the right hire to work with Zion and this young core group in New Orleans. Braxton, what are your thoughts? Coach K, he likes Zion. Just bring him from Duke. <laughs> bring him from Duke. Billy Donovan, why not? I like Mike D'Antoni, though. That'd be cool. Mike D'Antoni in New Orleans? That'd be an uh, interesting uh, thing. Yeah, Mike D'Antoni, yeah. Okay. We got two more. So Oklahoma City Thunder. So Billy Donovan also said, "Hey, I'm just going to move on." He didn't want to be with this. He wanted to be with the team that was more in a win-now mode. So OKC, one of most probably the most surprising team of this past season. They ended up being a five seed. This lineup will not look like this. But if it, if it did, you have Chris Paul and, and Gallo, who are both in their 30s. But then you've got Shea, Lou Dort, and Steven Adams. Shea and, and Lou, 22 and 21. Steven Adams, 27. Two or three of these guys may be gone after this, in this offseason. Yeah. You know, they may trade. They may, uh, you know, something's going to happen. If Billy Donovan wants to win now, he better go to the Pacers. Or he better go Eastern Conference because you're not winning now in the West if you go to New Orleans or all that. You better go to the Pacers because that's where you're going to actually be okay in the Eastern Conference. You might get a three seed. Here's my picks. I've got two picks right here. I was looking up an article. They mentioned these two guys' names. I think it'd be a great fit. One being Mark Jackson. The other being Jason Kidd. I know that's an outside-the-book hire for OKC. If they want to go internal, there's Mo Cheeks. He's, you know, assistant coach there. It'll be interesting to see. This is going to be such an important hire for, uh, for Sam Presti. We'll see which direction. And finally, 76ers. Just gonna Mike D'Antoni. Mike D'Antoni's the one. I think Tyron Lue. I think Tyron Lue will go here. Um, I think this is the best fit. Brax, I gotta tell you this: from all their starters, from Ben Simmons, Josh Richardson, Tobias Harris, Al Horford, and Joel Embiid, you know how much money that's gonna be costing those five. The organization's paying those five next season. Whoa. Tell me. Hundred thirty million. Oh, I thought it'd be higher than that. Hundred thirty million. Everyone except Josh Richardson's getting twenty-seven plus million next oh, season. Oh wait, just for one season? This is how much they're getting paid next season. Yes. Oh wow, my goodness. One hundred thirty million of their payroll is going to those five my next year. My goodness. So, I think Tyron Lue will be the best fit. He can manage the big names there. We'll see if everyone stays healthy. It's going to be a new process in the 76ers. So, a lot of coaching changes. We're going to talk about them as it goes on, but. Um, a lot going on, Braxton. There's a lot of coaching changes. Let's put our names, send our resume out there. Maybe we can get a head coaching job. Wow, really? I think it's possible. Anything's possible. Anything is if you put your mind to it. All right, anything else to add on the NBA? We're good. Clippers blew a 3-1 lead. Ah! All right, on this day in history, 1972, the TV comedy MASH debuts on CBS. 
1916, the Red Baron wins his first aerial combat. 1862, the Battle of Antietam, the deadliest day in the Civil War. And then 1965, Mickey Mantle Day at Yankee Stadium. Mickey Mantle playing his 2000th career game there. And then some birthdays to give out. Hank Williams, Lance Armstrong, and Matt, someone who we've already mentioned on this show already. What? Phil Jackson. What? <laughs> that was not planned. <laughs> it was not planned. So happy birthday to those guys. Make sure you're following us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Pandora, and anywhere else you get your podcasts at Burgers Brats. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Burgers Brats. Now we got some college football coming up this weekend. This is our first uh, week predicting games coming up in the weekend. And there is not much to predict, Matt. Everyone's either postponed or they are not back yet. SEC is still waiting another week. So we've got a few, just a few games to go over and predict. Houston at Baylor. Uh, Baylor uh, minus four, or favored by four, as you would say. Matt, these are two underdog teams I have in each conference. Uh, Baylor, they are the exact same team from last year, minus Matt Rule. I don't think they leave off. I don't think they have as bad of a season as people are predicting. I think they're still a good team, and I think they do pretty well this season. We'll see how big the departure of Matt Rule is for that team. But Houston, still a good team. I've got Baylor winning it. Got Baylor winning by 14. The first win for Dave Aranda as the new Baylor Bears head coach. Yeah, both their first games, so we'll see how they come out and play. Uh, UCF, number 14 in the country, takes on Georgia Tech. Uh, UCF favored by 7.5. Georgia Tech quarterback Jeff Sims was the leading passer and rusher for uh, that team against Florida State last week in that heavy rainstorm. But give me UCF, baby. Uh, 1-0 as well. The defending, year removed defending national champion, Golden Knights. Give me them Knights, baby. I'm right there with you. Go Knights. And then prime time Saturday night football. Maybe the only one of three good games this weekend. We got 17 Miami heading down to number 18 Louisville, who is only favored by one and a half. Miami has Derek King as their quarterback. Not a great game, but not a bad game last week. Got that win. Uh, both teams are 1-0. and oh. College game day will be there. It's under those Louisville lights. Night time. Give me Louisville one and, minus one and a half, baby. I'm going Louisville. It's going to be a tie game. Final drive, Louisville's going to throw a touchdown to win the game. That's how it's going to happen. Matt, we are predicting the same wins this week. Because there's nothing else to do. There's nothing else to really talk about. It's got it. we got to have the same picks because that's all. Only three games. This is our shortest college football segment I think we've done ever. I saw the Citadels playing. Hey, they held Alabama to ten points at the half one time. Ooh. <laughs> so, moving on to NFL. A few more uh, better games this week in the NFL. Now, let's start with our teams. Both 0-1. Oh Rough. Yeah. Alright, so Denver taking on Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh favored by 7.5. Big Ben first came back after that injury. Uh, almost a year to the day of when he got injured. 
They got that win in New York. So, uh, Pittsburgh didn't look too bad. Juju Smith-Schuster, two touchdowns. Denver had a lead against the Titans the majority of the game. But, of course, we figured out how to blow it. Thank you, uh, Vic, for not using your time outs at the end of the game and for costing us that game. Denver's a young team. Jerry Judy, you got to learn to catch the ball. Andrew Locke, you got to learn to waste some time. I'm sadly going to have to go Pittsburgh in this one. Denver's falling 0-2. Yeah, i got to go Pitt as well. They looked good. I mean, yes, they played the Giants last week, or earlier this week. But um, the big question mark will be, will James Conner? You know, what James Conner being out. Um, what, he had nine rushing yards? Yeah. I mean, I mean, did not do well when he was in. Um, and then the other question, you know, will Cortland Sutton be back for, the De for Denver? Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm going Pittsburgh. It's going to be a sad year for my Broncos, Matt. It will. I'll break out the tissues. Should have fired Van Geo after that game last night. Or Monday night. Uh, Atlanta versus Dallas. Both teams 0-1. Atlanta lost to a better team, though. We're not going to mention that. <laughs> Dallas with another disappointing year. I can already tell them that. They're 0-1, man. Why did I predict them to go to the NFC finals it's one game and why it, did i do that it's one game and it would have been different had we kicked the field goal to start the fourth but you know what look i this is going to be dallas is going to win it's at home it's a home game for them they're coming back i think this is going to be a high scoring affair though because matt ryan and dak i think will both uh, the defenses will not be much of a factor it's going to be back and forth dallas will win at home first win for mike mccarthy it better happen i was saying that hey if they don't kick this field goal that's not going to be good. That might cost him the game, and it did. So Cost me a fantasy. <laughs> that Dallas team, man, looking for another 8-8 eight eight year. Go Cowboys. I, I've got the Cowboys winning because it's at home, though. So I'm, I'm with you there. Uh, Carolina and Tampa Bay, both teams coming off uh, L's week one. Tom Brady getting that L in the Superdome. Teddy Bridgewater not having a great game in his first appearance. In Carolina, Matt, the weather. It's supposed to be raining all game. So give me the team with the better running back. Give me Christian McCaffrey and the Carolina Panthers. Tom Brady starts 0-2 in Tampa. Wow, well I'm gonna go Tampa Bay. See now we're gonna now we're gonna disagree wow, on something. Wow. We're gonna disagree. I think Brady will get his first win. It's gonna be close though. I mean this is not gonna be a blowout game. It's gonna be back and forth battle. Um, but I'm going Brady. Give me Brady. Unless the Tampa Bay is finally cheating and going to that New England way, I've got Carolina winning. Another game, Baltimore and Houston. Uh, Baltimore, man. That team looked good week one, dismantling the Browns. Uh, hopefully, if Baltimore gets up, they decide to pull him, uh, pull Lamar Jackson so he doesn't get injured. Uh, but Baltimore's got way too many weapons. Houston, Deshaun Watson. Didn't look too bad against the Kansas City Chiefs, but man. He's got no one to throw the ball to. So give me Baltimore. Watson can't do it all. Houston, you have a problem. You're about to be 0-2. Go Ravens. Sunday night football. New England versus Seattle. This should be a really, really good game. Uh, both teams uh, coming off a win. New England, Cam Newton looks really good. Not that great passing, but really good rushing. Rushing two touchdowns. Uh, Seattle had that 35-28 win over Atlanta. Matt, this this game, I don't, I don't know who I'm going with, man. I don't. This is gonna be hard to pick. But New England is picking up where they left off without Tom Brady. 
Uh, Wilson had 322 yards, four touchdowns, and since it's at home, 12th man. I'm not even sure how many fans they have in that stadium, but I'm going to go Seattle because of the experience. Going at Seattle as well. So, one, or we got one more game. We'll pick tonight. Joey Burrow, Joe Mixon, play the Dogs, Baker Mayfield, OBJ, Matt. The Browns are browning again. <laughs> Who you got tonight? Well, it would, how funny it would be the Browns, you know, after their after the opener uh, released Austin Cyber and they got picked up by the Bengals. I don't know if he's starting tonight. I don't know if Randy Bullock's going or if it's going to be Austin Cyber. How funny would it be if Austin Cyber got a game-winning field goal? That would be great karma. I'm going Browns though. They've got to right the ship. Hopefully, right? I, I, maybe as 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 Baker fans. Maybe we're kind of losing it here, man. Maybe we thought, hey, this is going to be the greatest guy, and he's not being so great. I Could there be major trouble in Cleveland, and not with the new head coach, but with Baker? So, if I don't know. Don't, I'm going Browns, though. If they don't win tonight, it's all men all off deck, like off ship. So, it's, it's not looking good in Cleveland if you lose tonight, uh, Bengals, they were a field goal away from winning the game. A blown field goal, so they could have been 1-0. I want to go Joe Burrow and the Bengals to win. They, bang, Browns got plum, What? Plummeled. Oh my goodness. Tongue yeah, twisted. Can't, can't speak. Plummeled by the... Um, Humbled? Hum, they got humbled, plummeled, everything by the Ravens. They got destroyed. They got, yeah. They were killed by the Ravens in week one. I'll go Browns. Just because they have so much offensive firepower, and they had another week to get everything figured out, so give me the Browns uh, tonight. Not any other NFL things. I'm just glad NFL's back. Keep I'm saying glad. that. I'm looking forward to the game tonight. Looking for the weekend games. We only differed on one pick. Almost the same person. We are almost the same. It's like we've been doing this for a long time. Have we? No. Yeah. One episode. What episode is this now? What are we at? This is 80. We're on 80? This is Wow, we're almost to that century mark. 8-0. Wow. We've been doing this for 80 years. So when we get to that 100 episode, we got to have a big party. Bring on... we got to do a big episode for 100. Let's get everyone we've ever had and more. Wow. All I our can, Twitter followers. I can think of some good... Uh, we, we could have some good guests come on. I've got... I got we're already getting some good ideas coming on here. We'll bring back some fan favorites or favorites. You know? I'm yeah. down. I'm down a century mark. Uh, so, NFL, isn't it just funny? The Browns are going to brown and the Clippers are going to clip. Those two teams. And that's how you take their name and just take <laughs> off the last letter. Or for Clippers, I guess take off a few, but still. What? Clippers are going to Clippers. Clippers are going to clip. Yeah. Those two teams. Just, so the Lakers are going to lake? They can't get out of their own way. Yeah, they're going to lake. They're going to lake. No, because the Lakers know how to win, so there's nothing with it. So the Heat are going to heat? Well, they're winners. Yeah. These are teams that can't get out of their own way. That's true. No matter what. So the Texans are going to Texan. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, That's how it goes. That works. Matt, moving into our final segment, share a burger and brat. I'll start. So since 1993, 48 mammal and bird species have been saved from extinction by conservative conservation action. Thank you to nonprofit, academic institutions, and past government who saved the ex- um, extinction of these animals. Otherwise, we'd be at a rate of 300 to 400 percent extinction rate. So, thank you to those 
corporations and everyone who has saved a precious animal. Hi, Braxton. An act of kindness goes a long way, right? Juju Smith-Schuster, I don't know if you saw this on Twitter the other day, over the weekend, bought a meal for a guy that was just sitting outside. Um, he's done this. He's. I was reading this article. He's done so much in the past years of acts of kindness. I remember, I, I forgot the story about how he went to prom with a kid that uh, date fell through, and he said, I'll go with you. Really cool, really cool guy, um, and he had a good game. He had a really good game on Monday Night Football. So an act of kindness goes a long way. Good job, Juju. Burger and brought for me. There He's a go. really good guy, and his TikToks are funny. He like he likes having fun, so that's really, really fun. Fun, very fun. Very fun. Very fun. Anything else to add on this Star Studded podcast? Well, the word of the day is fun. <laughs> F U N. Use it in a sentence, Braxton. It was fun watching the Nuggets take away the hopes and dreams of Clipper Nation. And Twitter afterwards was super fun. A-plus effort. You get a gold star. Good job. Thank you. Everyone, make sure you are following us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, and Pandora at Burger Brunch. And see up today with our latest news on Twitter and Instagram at Burgers Brunch. From Matt and I, thank you for listening. Stay safe and take care.